Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of I Am Northbound. It's Jason back at you again. Uh, at you. Jeez, oh, sounds so aggressive. At, with you again. Um, yeah, I just want to say first and foremost that a um, bit of a disclaimer. I've been ridiculously sick the last couple of weeks, so I've uh, kind of have no voice. And I had no voice. I was going to do an episode last week, but I had no voice. And uh, it's kind of just come back today. So I quickly smashed out an episode of Content is King. Uh, for this inner circle, and now I'm going to do an I Am Northbound episode. But bear with me if I sound a little bit more congested than usual. I apologize. I uh, hope you've had a fantastic week. It has been some crazy stuff has been going on uh, for me. I've got um, some incredible things. I've said ages ago about the 40 songwriter being used as a center text in a uh, music business course being taught by IV, IDK sorry, at Harvard. And uh, yeah, that's this week. Isn't that cool? Oh my goodness. I can't believe it's uh, finally come around after all this time. How quickly has this year gone? Um, but yeah, I've got some other really cool things in the pipeline. I'm doing some uh, uh, presentations and I guess keynotes for uh, record labels. That's pretty damn cool. It's amazing to see these opportunities pop up, but flat out busy with them, trying to get them already and stuff. Uh, still working on listen pages in the background and uh, trying to turn the inner circle and I am northbound into everything it deserves to be. Thank you so much for being here. Um, just want to say first and foremost that at the very start of this episode, I'm going to be bringing in some smaller segments to the podcast that will be coming out um, hopefully next episode. I'm just going to create a couple of jingles for it and stuff so it can kind of break up the episode. But um, one of the things I want to introduce is essentially just like shout outs or a message board kind of thing to give back to you guys. So if there's anything that you got that you want, um, you know, talked about, or at least if you want a quick shout out on one of these episodes, hit me up let me know what you've got to uh, say. And uh, I'll make sure to get it into one of the shout out um, segments for I am Northbound. So all you're going to do is email me Jason, J-A-Y-S-O-N at listenpages.com, Jason at listenpages.com and put in the subject line that you want a shout out on I am Northbound. And uh, yeah, I'll make it happen. It's going to be a small little segment where I go through them pretty quickly, but I want to give a platform for anyone out there who's pushing a movement to give a little bit of a one sentence pitch, if you will, or a three sentence pitch, whatever you want to do, hit me up with what you're wanting to push and I'll put it out on uh, the podcast. Now, obviously I always talk about the importance of speaking directly to your most highly compatible listener. Um, my audience for I am Northbound may not be your most highly compatible, but they might be. And, uh, or maybe they know someone who is, and they could pass it on. The more compelling your pitch is, the, um, better it will be for you and the better results you'll get, uh, from it. So yeah, keep that in mind. Um, so yeah, it does, as far as what you can talk about, it doesn't matter. If you've got a new single, tell me. I'll talk about that. Make sure that it's interesting though. Don't just say, I've got a new single. Here's the link because that's boring. Uh, give a good story behind it. Why people should go listen uh, to it. Secondly, if you've got like an, an album out, if, thirdly, if you've got a tour, remember not everyone is from the same area who listens. People listen from all around the world. But if you just want to shout something out, that's cool. I mean, even if you've just got a win that you want to celebrate, if something really cool has happened, tell me. I'll talk about it on the podcast. I'll give you a shout out and we can all celebrate in this together. I just figure it's a really cool way of me giving back to you all for being so supportive and listening to the podcast and we can share together to grow everyone's movements together. So that's one of the first segments coming to the show. Secondly, I've got a brand new one that I haven't done a jingle for yet that I'm seamlessly transitioning and segueing into right now called What's New in the Circle? Uh, each week, I want to quickly just take a minute or two to go over uh, to let you guys know about what's new inside the inner circle. If you've already joined um, you can just go check out this content I'm about to talk about right now. And uh, if you're 
listening now and not knowing what the Inner Circle is, it's over at IamNorthBand.com. I release two to three episodes per week over there talking about a ton of different stuff. Uh, all my best stuff is going over on over at the website. In fact, the stuff that I put up over the last couple of weeks has definitely been at the level of what someone else would have charged a premium for as part of a course. So rather than go spend a couple of hundred dollars with someone else, they wouldn't even know this stuff anyway. Who am I kidding? Come and check out the inner circle. You get a week for free. Listen to all the content, binge it all in a week, then cancel your subscription. I don't care. Just get the information because it's going to help you grow your movement and get your uh, music heard and grow the audience that your creativity deserves. But also uh, for those that want to stick around and stay subscribed, it's super affordable. It's like $19 a month. And um, you get access to three new episodes, two to three a week. I aim to keep it at three, but uh, of late, because of how slow the news weeks have been, uh, it's been about two. But still, yeah, let's quickly go through some of the latest episodes. Uh, I talk about in Content is King, which is my content strategy show on uh, over going on over at The Circle. I talk about how to create all of your weekly content in two hours. Uh, this is a really cool strategy. I talked about it in the, uh, in the 40 Songwriter about like how to create 21 posts in just a few hours to post three times per day. This is even easier. And it's a, the way that I think anyone with a genuine serious movement should be creating their content. Gives you tons of content to post that has tons of psychological leverage built into it and ingrained amongst it. So the messaging is super strong and potent. It's going to do a huge... Uh, you know, bring a huge advantage to you growing your your movement. That is for sure. And I'll tell you a step-by-step process. I know you all love that where I give you like the one, two, and three dot points of like, do this, do that, then do this other thing. And then you'll have the finished product and do that then. Uh, but this is what it is. It's a step-by-step guide to building all of your weekly content in just two hours. Cause you know, no one's got any time these days. Um, secondly, I've talked about in real talk recently about how to expand your songs into a sensory roller coaster. This is definitely an advanced strategy, but it's talking about the fact that single launches by themselves are kind of boring. But if you do this and implement these strategies and tactics, you're going to essentially could even potentially create like viral like exposure off these tracks. So keep that in mind. Um, I also talk about uh, in another episode over the last week, active versus passive strategy and how that's a huge mistake for music artists. A lot of music artists fall into the trap of thinking that, um, that all they have to do is just promote their movement to their current audience. But the truth is you need to be actively promoting yourself as well to new people and bringing them back to your ecosphere that you've built out. I call it building a sticky trap. And essentially if you're ever finding it difficult to grow your audience, even after doing what I say, which is building out your motivation and your story and communicating it effectively, if you're still not growing, it's likely because you're not actively promoting. So I talk about how to do that inside um, the inner circle of late too. You know what? There's been a ton of new episodes since the last um I am Northbound that I released, but rather than just sit here and go through them all, that's just three of them. There's way more. If you want, go check it out. I think you're absolutely going to love it. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into today's topic of today's episode. Now, I talk about this quite a bit when I work with my artists one-on-one, and it's something that I think is incredibly important um, for all music artists to do, and that is building out content pillars. Now, you might have heard me talk about this before, but they are so important that I'm going to go over them again, okay? Now, essentially, the easiest way for me to explain content pillars and how to kind of think about creating them is to explain how I personally came up with my content pillars. Now, I will say moving forward, I didn't... Even though I came up with this myself, I'm not the first person to think of this type of content, like a strategy or approach. So if you're like inside the marketing world, you may have already heard this type of idea before with a different name or coming at it from a slightly different angle. Um, But 
I call them content pillars because essentially they are the pillars that support your overarching motivation. Now, as with all of my content and everything I say, nothing's going to work unless you have a solid motivation. You definitely can't um, move forward and expect anything to happen unless you have got that really strong, solid motivation out there. Now, as I said, the easiest way for me to, me, sorry, me sorry to explain this is to tell you how I came up with, with my content pillars and how I kind of came up with my strategy moving forward. Um, and the way I did that was, well, first of all, was come out with my direction. And my direction when I first started was that I wanted to help music artists get their music heard. That was my first motivation that I had. And then I started to realize over time that that wasn't quite exactly what I was about. I had uh, different ideas, different strategies. I had like a various different ways that I uh, thought about reshaping it in different angles to find a more refined approach to like more, the, the, I want to be like an arrow that just shot through the air rather than, um, you know, something, a blunt object. I didn't really finish that metaphor, but whatever. And I started to find that uh, my motivation at the time of writing the 40 songwriter or more specifically and more accurately and more uh, to the point, it was just before I started writing it, my motivation was I'm here to help music artists change lives because it wasn't just about getting their music heard. It wasn't by any means necessary. I don't care about vanity metrics strategies. You know that already, right? But I really don't care about them. I don't care about getting you heard on uh, Spotify or YouTube and stuff, unless it's heard by highly compatible listeners, they're going to stick around long-term. And what makes a highly compatible listener? Someone who resonates with your core message and someone whose life that you could change for the better. So I changed my motivation to here to help music artists change lives. Now, over time that has like changed again. Now my motivation to make it even more accurate is I help music artists create music-centered movements, but um, that's just because things have changed over time. But at this point, if we rewind back, I had my motivation as I'm here to help music artists, or more specifically, here to help music artists change lives. I'm here to help music artists change lives. So then I realized that uh, in order to do that, I needed to be able to help people get their music heard, right? Because if they have a great message, then they're going to need to get their music heard. I think I actually came up with my first content pillar before I changed my motivation. So it might have been at the time here to help music artists get their music heard. So I started releasing, when I first came online, a ton of content about music marketing. So that's all I was talking about, music marketing strategies. Here's how to leverage like Twitch to like get your music heard in front of thousands of tens of thousands of people for like $5, like crazy good strategies that no one else was thinking about. But I realized over time that they just, it wasn't enough. Okay. I started to realize that I put content out there and it would do really well. But over time, my analytics would like trend downward if I was talking about the same thing all the time, not like the same strategy, but I was talking about music marketing all the time. And I was like, why I'm providing value. Like, why don't people care that much about this? Like you think that it would result in growth, right? If I'm talking about what they want to hear. But what happens is, is that essentially people became used to it and would start saving my posts to come back to later, but not actually engaging with them at the time, which means that they, the organic reach would go lower because um, Instagram wasn't prioritizing saves as they do these days. Um, but, you know, that's what the problem was, is that people were coming back to them rather than consuming them at the time. They, they didn't want to unfollow me. I wasn't losing followers. I just wasn't getting much interaction, even though people were saying they loved my post. So I was like, what can I do to increase it? Then I started to realize my motivation needed to be shifted. That's pretty much how it happened. I remember now changed it to here to help music artists change lives. And I uh, realized that in order I, I'm promoting like content or I'm sorry, my content strategy is built around help, like helping people get their music marketing heard through music uh, promotion strategies. Right. Um, so hit, help, help people get their music heard through music promotion strategies. Um, but then I realized that I was like, cool, now I have to actually 
not just talk about that. I also need to help people find their message and what they're trying to talk about. So I created this secondary pillar that I had music marketing and I also had this other pillar, which was helping people find what their movement was. Now, eventually that pillar uh, I expanded upon, like into it and I started to extend the vision of what I had for that uh, specific approach. And it was stuff like uh, finding your motivation, um, finding what your story is. And then I started to realize that people just need to be motivated. They need to be told that they can do it. Like a lot of people just are really down on themselves, have imposter syndrome and just need someone to tell them that they're here to make a big difference. So I started talking about that as well, providing motivational content. One pillar was successfully established. I also had another pillar talking about music marketing, which is really cool too. Back in the day when I ran my studio, uh, I did a lot of song feedback, like so not song feedback, so like recording, um, you know, uh, you know, g- general like. Um, I guess just feedback is the right word, but essentially it's like people would submit their songs to me and say, what do you think of this? And I'll give them advice on writing and that kind of stuff. And I found myself doing that as well. So I started to give people feedback on their songs as well, because after all, what's the point of helping people get their music heard if the music isn't very good. So I would do that as well. So now I had three pillars. I had music marketing. I had this, um, finding your movement pillar. Uh, and I had, you know, generally, um, helping people workshop their music. Now I realized over time that I'd already done that for like 10 years. So I wasn't that passionate about doing it anymore, but because it was essential um, to getting music heard and to creating good movements, obviously music artists needs good music. I kept it as one of my pillars. Now the music marketing pillar, I reapproached that and started to expand it out to think, how can I make it even better? Then essentially it turned into branding that summed up that entire pillar. It wasn't just music marketing. It was everything branding down to picking your color theme, like setting your core brand direction. That is uh, how to like communicate with people, how to create like resonating video, how to um, find like getting your message pushed out into the world. Then I went back to the other pillar that I was talking about finding your movement. And that was summed up by the personality dimension. Now, just to jump to the really cool, you know, reveal where everything's kind of built in front of your eyes. You may have already figured it out by now, but the last pillar that I came up with was the lifestyle dimension. So essentially all of my um, content pillars are actually the four dimensions of the 4D songwriter. My whole motivation and my message that I'm trying to get out there is I'm trying to help music artists. My message is to help music artists change lives. Okay. That was the whole vision of the book. And the four pillars that held up what is required to uh, be able to do that were music, personality, branding, and lifestyle. The lifestyle dimension being um, at the time when I wrote the book, not in the revised version of the book. It's got a way better um, foundation now. But at the, t- at the time, so it was about your lifestyle and the way that you uh, impact your listener's lifestyle as well. Uh, but that was the four things that held up my message. Now, if you heard uh, the way I was telling you how I did it was not just to tell you a good little story about a you know a, a reminiscent nostalgic visit and stroll down memory lane. It's so that you can kind of break down my thought process and apply it to the way that you come up with your content pillars as well. As you heard, what I did was is I took my motivation, which was my one overarching statement and said, what are the things that my target uh, audience needs to do to be able to reach the benefits of that motivation, which is to change lives. They need to get their music heard. Now, in order to get their music heard, what else do they need? Well, they need good music. Well, of course that makes sense, right? So there's another pillar. Well, okay. Then they also need to, they, they, okay, okay. So they need to find their movement and they need to, how do they do that? And then I found extra layers to that pillar, but it all fit under 
under the one pillar. And I started to figure it out all over the place. And once you do that, you no longer are just talking about the same type of content to your audience over and over again. You now can switch it up and do different topics within different pillars to your audience all the time so that you're hitting their problem from a million different angles. And this is amazing for so many different reasons. Uh, I could talk about this for forever and content pillars are something that I dive into quite heavily in my, in the, well, in the inner circle. And when I work with any artist one-on-one, I'm working on a course at the moment that tells you everything that I've done with any artist ever one-on-one. So you can just do it regardless of whether we work together or not. And I go into a ton about content pillars there as well. But essentially your content pillars, uh, even if this is just a basic summary of them, is that they need to be able to hit the target, um, your target listener, sorry, their main core pain point from different angles so that people who resonate or see your content that resonate with it will go, damn, it's like they know me on a personal level that I haven't um, actively and like allowed them to know me on. They just do. So therefore I must be able to trust them, right? That's what you hope that they're seeing. And that's what it kind of does on a psychological level is like, maybe that's the reason you're following me now is because you saw my social content went, damn, everything he releases hits home for me. If it doesn't, then you're like, maybe you're not my target audience or maybe I'm not doing a good enough job. But a lot of the times when I release content, if you notice, it's not always talking about music marketing. Sometimes I'll do a motivation, like a motivational post, like not about finding a motivation, but just to motivate you. And then on another day, I'll do a post about music marketing. And then on another day, I'll do one about uh, branding and specific things to that. And then uh, finding your motivation and telling your story. And I hit your pain point from multiple different angles and provide the solutions you need to get towards your goal. I'm not someone who just talks about music marketing, even though that's what you might think I am. Uh, And the reason I can do that is because I took the time to find my content pillars. And I wouldn't have been able to do that without, first of all, understanding who I was here to help. So you need to do that exact same thing. Every artist that I work with, I make them find their content pillars so you can hit that pain point from a million different angles. Because if you just um, talk about the same thing over and over again, you become really, (laughs) excuse the pun, but one dimensional. And uh, you need to be more than that. You need to be at least four. I wouldn't go too far forward um, any more than four. Like don't do five um, unless you really know what you're doing and you've done four for a while and there's an absolute need for it. I uh, definitely don't do six. I worked with a music artist once that come back to me with like seven. That's way too many. Uh, you just want it to kind of be, so it's not predictable, but that people uh, can feel comfortable in the routine of knowing that you're only talking about a, like a couple of topics. It's not, damn it, I got to fix that up. Four topics. I remember when I released the audiobook ad and I said it's available for a couple of dollars and so many people in the comments are like, couple is only two, not three. Ah, Australia, our slang, we say couple for multiple. Anyway, uh, you can only do it off a few um, different angles, but people will know that they can trust you with the content you're releasing. Now, the best part about content, stra- um, sorry, content pillars in your strategy is, is that if you take a content strategy of this approach, you can actually go to Google Alerts and find a Google alert built on the keywords of your specific pillars so that Google will email you every day the top performing articles in those um specific keywords and you can if you're ever stuck for content you never will be again because you'll always have inspiration because you'll see other people's articles they've written about things in your motivation area and you can just give your opinion on it if you're too busy that day to do anything just share it to your audience that's all you have to do and just by being able to share it people will see you as like a curator of all the stuff that's going to help them okay don't do it all the time give your opinion on it or even better yet read the article then just go and release content of you talking about that same topic. 
Uh, don't steal the person's work that you've just read or been exposed to, but you can come in and just be like, <clears throat> excuse me, you can come in and say, like, here's, here's my opinion on this specific topic. Um, three different ways to consider it that way. One, you don't even mention the article. You just talk about that topic and give your thoughts. And then you, bam, you've done your great content for the day. It worked really well as like story content on Instagram or a live thing on Facebook groups. Um, or even just Facebook in general. Two, you link the article and give your opinion over the top of it. That establishes you as like a knowledgeable figure. And um, give, like by giving your opinion on the topic, it allows you to leverage upon uh, the work that was done before you. Or three, as I said, if you've got no time, just post the um, article itself and you'll look like a content curator and people will start to trust you as their news source for things regarding the area that surrounds the motivation you're creating. Uh, hopefully you can see the benefits here of what content pillars are able to do and how you can implement them into your music career. Uh, and hopefully you've got some ideas of how you can do that, how, how to do so, so you can actually start using them to grow and move forward on your specific journey. Okay, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of I Am Northbound. If you have uh, anything you want to hit me up about, you know my email, jason, J-A-Y-S-O-N, at listenpages.com. But until then, have a fantastic week. Love you all. Have a great time. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of I Am Northbound. If you want more episodes of advanced music marketing that dives into even crazier stuff than what you just heard, then go to IamNorthbound.com and join the I Am Northbound inner circle. Every single week, you're going to get access to a ton of content that talks about things that other people just aren't talking about. We dive into advanced music marketing strategies, psychology and its application to advertising, persuasion and scientific research. Trust me, this stuff is information you cannot get anywhere else and will give you the upper hand in growing your audience and getting your music heard. We'll